0: Welcome to Life in Perspective. It's season three, and this season we're talking defining moments. So I'm taking a minute to sit down with my friends, and of course, you already know, I had to have a conversation with, we don't even say best friend, we are <laughs> for sure sisters, These Stephanie E.K. Okafor. And I'm with the Brenda Palmer. <laughs> yes, it has been Long-awaited conversation. Okay, you are a whole wife. That part. Oh Oh. my god! What? (laughs) What is happening? (laughs) This is. This is. I cannot. I cannot. I'm super excited to have you at Life in Perspective. We're talking about defining moments, and it's so crazy because our friendship was a defining moment for me. Like, obviously, we've grown to become sisters, but I don't think I've ever had a friendship that is as intimate as ours. Mm-hmm. Like until I met, I feel like you and Dana both taught me how to have like intimate friendship. I feel like I've always been extremely like surface level or only go so far. I feel like y'all probably the first friends where I probably after ha- becoming friends with you, I started telling my friends like, love you. Like, not that I didn't love them, but we don't just always be like, maybe it's a Chicago thing. It's kind of like, we just, we just like, you know, I love you. But now I tell all my friends, whenever I get off the phone, I'm all like, love you. I know they be like, love you too. But I feel like. It, like our friendship has like taught me the importance of being intimate and mm-hmm. how that even plays a role in like conflict and fighting for a friendship and yeah. growing in relationship and growing through different seasons because now you are a wife. And so our friendship has transitioned to a different level. But I think I, at first I was like, dang, Steph is getting married. And what does that mean? No, I think my husband <laughs> knew you
1: came with a package <laughs> for sure. I mean, he kind of met us together. Not yeah. kind
0: of. He we we were a package he when us. he met us. We he met, met us him together. the first time together. Yes, for so, sure. Yeah. He's like, oh, this is a it's a two for one. Yes, yeah. for sure. But I love that. I think that um, it has for sure like changed my life. Mm-hmm. But when we talk about defining moments, what comes to your mind, like as it relates to your life? Obviously. There are moments that define us. There are moments that help define just a season. Or there are moments that I look back on and I'm like, I hated that moment, but it was a major part of who I become today. So what comes to mind when you think about that?
1: I think for me, a defining moment definitely traces back to how I got into ministry Mm -hmm. um, because it was the willingness to rid myself of everything I knew about myself and just say yes to the possibilities of what God knew about me. Mm -hmm. And so I was in a space, growing up, like I grew up with a single mom, and I just, I love my mom, man. Like, I just watched her. She's the one woman that I can say that I have seen in her eyes what it means to be fearless, Wow. you know? And so she's a businesswoman, and I love that. Like, so I always had this desire for business more than anything, mm-hmm. right? But then at the same time, I encounter God at nine years old and I had this desire to also like serve God, you know? Cause I'm like, so it's almost like I have my mom and then God who is my father. Like I literally knew him as, I always knew him as dad. Like that was my first encounter of like, oh, this is my dad, mm-hmm. right? But it was kind of like shedding what culture, the culture of my family brought me into because Mm -hmm. I was in a stage where I was killing it in business, you know? Mm -hmm. And, but then I didn't feel like I was walking with my dad. I didn't feel like something felt off in my life. And when I went into prayer and fasting, I'm like, God, something is, something is not right. And the instruction he gave me had to do with shedding everything I knew about myself Uh. and not just what I knew about myself, what I had confidence in. And so that to me has really defined every key moment in my life because the willingness to just say, okay, Lord, I'm going to let go of where I put my strength in, where I put my identity in. I'm going to let go of all of that to really walk into the unknown that then led me into ministry and pastoring and all these other things. And funny enough, the things that God took away from me, he's bringing it back in Mm -hmm. my life. But I use that as a defining moment because from that point, every single thing in my life, what, what it means to God means more to me than anything else could give me. Mm-hmm. And so it really shaped my walk because at the end of the day, I came from him, yeah. you know, and I don't want anything else to define my life yeah. except what is pleasing to him. For sure. And so for me, it was really that.
0: No, that's so crazy. Cause like I think we, we have that in common. Like, my mom yeah. has been a boss, like, as long as I can remember. And she would take me to work with her. And it actually made me not want to be a boss. <laughs> it was a complete opposite. I feel like my dad did ministry and he worked a job. Yeah. And my mom was, like, always owned a business or she was always a manager. She always ran things. I liked that part of it. But she worked. She always dealt with papers. I didn't want no kind of, like, mm-hmm. I didn't want to work in corporate America. So I feel like seeing them... I try to create something else. Like I knew I I felt like that wasn't me, but then it ended up being me. Like, it's like I run businesses now. I also am in ministry and I I get to add in the parts of Brenda too, but it's like what I saw I ran from, what you saw you embraced, but then it was kind of like God stripped you of it and then gave you ministry. And then what I was running from, he stripped me of what I was running too. And then I ended up. You know it's like it's kind of like whatever the Lord wants to happen will happen, exactly, <laughs> but it's like every both of those journeys, I think we can see the fruit of it in our lives now, For sure. so like that that makes complete sense. but like, okay, ministry, what else comes to mind and define I, I have a defining moment of your life that has influenced me, which one? um you know, because when we talk about defining moments, like I want to talk about the moment you decided that you were not going to settle. Like, yeah. you, you were, speaking of ministry, like, for a long time, you did that as a single woman. Mm-hmm. And as a single woman in ministry, it's hard it is. out here. It is. And it makes you want to be like, hey, Lord, just, you know, the next one that's walking past. I might just be like, hey, come on, let me get you saved. You know? <laughs> If I can lead crowds of people to Jesus, and surely sure, I, I can lead you man to of the God. Lord. You, there's a man of God on the inside of you. And the you Lord says he'll brother, take broken things my and make them beautiful. Said
1: that I would, he would, they said that Stephanie would be the person <laughs> to marry a stripper and tell us, that oh i see the glory of god it listen, <laughs>
0: listen i have the i have the father's perspective of you okay i have the father's perspective of oh, you I, it, 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 he could be a drug dealer cuz that means he has a business mind listen. we can we can get him saved but i feel like sometimes it's like it's actually like my nails okay like i really settled for my nails today i really did i wanted her to start over from the beginning uh-huh. but i was running out of time and it made me think about life like sometimes i settle for less than what i want less than what i deserve because i feel like there's this clock Mm -hmm. and so how did you get in a space that says like i'm not gonna settle i'm gonna choose to wait on god you know like how what 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 pushes you to say i'm not just gonna go for what's presented to me or what i could have i'm gonna wait for what god wants me to have
1: yeah and again it goes back to my relationship with god Mm -hmm. like truly You know me. The only thing that really matters to me in life is knowing that God is pleased with me. Mm -hmm. And so when it came to relationships and especially marriage, you know, I was like, I need my father's approval. And even the moments that I'm like, I want to get married and I want to do this. And there were moments when the Lord is like, it's not time, you know? And so I remember like one of the decisions I made that my, my family thought was crazy because the Lord is showing me like, it's not time. And I need you to focus on ministry. I need you to focus on shepherding. I need you to focus on my people. And so then I made a covenant with God. I said, okay, Lord, if this is what you're telling me, then I'm making a covenant with you that I will not date anyone in this church because it became a distraction sure. to me. Mm-hmm. First of all, anyone who is exposed to one, it's beautiful people <laughs> in there. And I had caught myself, you know, I was, you On the platform, you can see. You'll see. You can see. The light is good, you know? <laughs> and I'll be preaching. And afterwards, will come to you for prayer. And you know, we had a moment. <laughs> we had a moment, we're gonna talk about this. There was, and this man was beautiful. He was. And I can't lie. I had seen him before while preaching one day. I said, wow, look at the creation of the Lord just all around the room. Now you have to tell the story. I got <laughs> to story. tell the story. So I'm over here. I was preaching about, I think, David. David. You say. Said- and, and I'm like, you know, David was probably a handsome man, bald head, <laughs> tall. tall, had beards and whatnot. And then after service... <laughs> This man comes up to me, tall, bald, literally the description, beard. He said, "You know, you should consider me. I've been celibate. (laughs) I'm walking with the Lord." Here is the kicker, okay?
0: (laughs) He was celibate for about the length of the ending of the last worship song (laughs) to the end of the service because I prayed for him (laughs) for his celibacy. celibacy. He said, I am walking in this new thing. He said, and as soon as I submitted to it, the Lord sent my wife. Prayers are
1: answered quick, bro. This I is the side of ministry people I don't said, know. Stephanie, he did not tell you he's practicing <laughs>
0: celibacy. Yeah, for the last
1: 45 minutes. But it was distractions everywhere. So I said, you know what, God, you can have it. And I made a covenant with God. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm not going to date anyone in this church because I don't need that distraction, number one. And number two, if you're asking me to focus on your sheep, then I will not be the reason that someone stumbles. Mm. Because then what happens if I expose myself to dating, it doesn't work out. Now a person now feels like, oh, I can't come here anymore. So that was my covenant. I'm like, okay, I'm not dating anyone in the church. I'm like, God, if you're going to bring my husband, bring him outside of all of this. Mm -hmm. And I remember my family <laughs> thinking that was crazy. They were like, Well, Stephanie, what do you do? <laughs> you just go to church. Right? Church, you don't go church else. is your life. I said, Well, the Lord is creative. I also go to grocery stores. <laughs> no, you Instacart. You do not go to grocery I, stores. I go to Whole Foods. Whole Foods, it's true. Whole Foods. You know, I go to And dinner. walks around the entire store
0: through every aisle it's, for four and items. It is
1: self-care. It's, it's, it's Whole torture. Whole Foods does something for me. <laughs> it, I do stuff, right? I go to the beach. I say, the Lord is creative. But for me, so. when it goes back to not settling, it was because my confidence was not in my timeline, yeah. what I could do. My confidence was in my father, settled. that everything that he has for me will come in its time. And there were people that, you know, even in, because, again, it's not like we're still human, so we're not perfect in every in how we see we things. Still and, we things still entertain things. We still entertain things. Sure. So there were things I entertained, you know, still within my boundaries. It was not people in church. Um, and there were people that came from the past or friends and whatever, And there were things that I was like, oh, my gosh, this could be the one, and this Mm -hmm. could be it. And then God shuts it down. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, (laughs) thank the Father. Listen, I remember talking to someone, and God showed me his wife. And he said, first of all, that ain't for you. It's not you. And second of all, let me show you who his wife actually is. You say actually? I said. (laughs) Ooh. <laughs> All right. So I said to pray for him and the wife, and then they got, met each other and got married.
0: <laughs> That's a Stephanie grace. That is a grace for Stephanie. Okay. I that said, is a Stephanie I grace. I said, so
1: Lord, not only would you shut it down, you're showing me that I'm holding up somebody yeah, else's, you know, so good. Um, blessing and somebody else's, what you've appointed for someone else. And so for me, it has been my experience and my walk with God in other areas of my life that gave me the confidence. And I think that many times if we would just pause and remember, people hear this all the time, but if we would remember the faithfulness of God in other things, you can trust that he would be faithful in that same way with the things concerning you because even when I met my husband, even before you were involved in all these stories where I would literally, and this is how the enemy works, that's why you can't just... You know, even this thing behind, like I manifested yeah. this person. You have to be careful about what, what you you're manifesting, manifesting for because sure. be, just because you said something and you saw it, is Doesn't it connected it to? Is it isn't it alignment with the will of God, yeah. or is it because you said something in your flesh and the enemy found the perfect opportunity to bring a distraction to your mm-hmm. life? Because I was literally with you, and we, we were talking it. about. A very was specific, very. I was. We had very, come off a of fast. Yes, <laughs> and we're talking about you know who who would you was the kind describe the kind of person Child you would like to, to be with. A I was specific in what I said, but the reality is what I said was all in the flesh. All, yeah. it was just purely flesh, and what I said, every single detail about what I said, it manifested. It manifested. I met that exact Y'all, like
0: in 30 <laughs> it, it, minutes within yeah. of the conversation. That was like that exact
1: person. It was, like... Person. <laughs> it, it was the, like if people didn't know that we were involved in that conversation or they didn't meet this guy, you'd be like that story is not no. true. The exact like, person I said tea. I and, met him and we said, "Oh, this this must gotta be, be the
0: guy." <laughs> It's gotta be God, and let me tell you, it was, not, it was not. It was not God. God that was, was nothing, not in that close to at the all. Lord. <laughs> he was not there.
1: Exactly. So even when people say things like "I manifested this," it's like, man, even that whole manifestation thing within Christianity, it needs to be filtered through submission. Yeah. Like, yes, I said something, but am I might even self-aware enough to recognize what was that connected to. Yeah. Was that connected to just my flesh, or was that connected to a desire that's deeper within that, because even with my husband, when I met him, I went back to like a list I wrote and that list came out from prayer and it was literally in a moment in prayer. And the Lord tells me, pull out your phone and I'm going to tell you key things about your husband. And you can also reveal to me what you desire about your husband and every single thing that the Holy Spirit revealed. And what I asked the Lord for every single thing, was literally him yeah. you know and not from a place of manifestation but it was a place of alignment
0: yeah like and what I'm, god revealed what to god you, revealed to the me mate that you needed
1: exactly yeah. you know so i think it, it boils down to that for me every single defining moment from not settling in a relationship or marriage it really boils down to who defines my life yeah
0: no that's so good and i love that you said like we need to remember the faithfulness of god yeah because <clears throat> It's really easy when it's not easy, but we are easy to apply his faithfulness when we're like believing for a job or mm-hmm. we need a, We need a healing or someone in our family needs to be healed. We like, God, you've been faithful and we can apply it to that. Yeah. But sometimes it's the little things yeah. that we forget. Like, I also need to remember the faithfulness of God, not just when I'm trying to believe God for a spouse, but also the faithfulness, his faithfulness to keep me in the waiting season. Exactly. And so it's like faithfulness does not only apply to these little things, it is applied to all things yeah. like god wants to be a part of everything Every, because
1: even like even when we talk about marriage like that's always a hot topic especially for yeah. women you know and i think a lot of times we are so big on i just want to get married i just want to get mm-hmm. married but we don't realize that if we don't trust god in the process of getting married when we get it's married. very difficult to trust god in submission to your husband mm. Because it's the same, like when people, because even like oftentimes when people talk about like submission and the difficulty with submission, it really boils down to trust. Mm-hmm. Because I don't trust my husband's decision in this because I really don't trust that God is going to honor what he's doing. This mm-hmm. th- What he's doing sounds foolish to me. Yeah. And we, I think I'm smarter than you in this moment. But like I'm telling you, like even in my marriage, I have realized that my submission to God has made it so easy to submit to my husband. Yeah. Because I think sometimes in culture, we we bring in the ideologies around marriage from a cultural perspective, yep. and we forget that marriage is easy. really the oldest institution in the kingdom of God. For sure. Right, so everything about marriage is spiritual, and even, especially for women, because We are hot. (laughs) You know, we are hot-headed. We are quick with it. You're not about to tell me what to do, okay? (laughs) Especially (laughs) if you were raised by a single mother. Hello, hello. So in marriage, this is one advice I would tell everyone. Any woman that is seeking to be married or anything, especially when you're in your 30s, you're independent, you've known how to live life by yourself and can take care of yourself, you need to start with just slowing down because you realize that th- you're going to enjoy the fruit of that in marriage For sure. because there's some things my husband and I don't see eye to eye on every decision that he makes but I trust the fact that he is the head of the home and I recognize if I honor him yep,
0: I'm in his God.
1: position then not only am I honoring God but God will honor the decision he makes mm-hmm. so it's easy it's not even like there's a struggle because I'm like What he's saying, I don't like it right now. I might not like it, but I respect it. And I'm like, we don't see eye to eye on this, but I'm not the head of this household. You're the head of this household. I can give you, because people forget, man, when the Bible talks about a man and a woman, it says that the woman should submit to her husband, like unto the Lord. Mm -hmm. That is difficult for women. But when you know how to do that with God, God. it's easy because you can trust that God, as I'm trusting my husband to lead this home, you would honor the things that he does and I've seen the fruit of that. The things that I've never like maybe I, I agreed on with my husband about and I said, you know what, I respect you. I'm gonna honor this decision as the mm-hmm. as you as the head. I experienced favor because of that decision. But yeah. I'm I'm making this pivot because all of it is connected. Yeah. You know, it's not just about trusting God for being married, but yeah. it's recognizing that it is the same experience you have in trusting and submitting to the will of God that you're able to trust and submit to his will for you as a wife, even in the home. Yeah, no, that's
0: really good. That's helping me. Because I never thought of it like that. You know, like, because I do, like, I roll with God. Mm-hmm. Like, you already know. <laughs> we rolling right now. You know what I'm saying? But, like, and in, in pretty, like, not easily, but, you know what I'm saying, like, I, I don't question it. Yeah. But I never thought that, that is also training for how I will roll with yeah. my husband, because I will say I knew you before you got married, and you ain't just a roller. Oh, no. very, very much. I could only see that you know you Papa know what was rolling, stone, but I was not rolling. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like pulling teeth sometimes. But I've also seen you as a wife, and yeah. I've seen you very easily go no, like without, and it's not fake. You know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like it's not. It is very genuine, and I would say it is the equivalent of how I've seen you roll with God yeah and so that is helping me and I'm sure anybody listening to this is like wow that gives me another perspective of my singleness yeah of like man the more I learn to submit to God if this is the man that God has given me if This is the man that God has given me. And he submitted to the same God I'm following. It's easy to submit to him. It is, because
1: even for men, it applies the same way. If a man would also be trusting and not, you know, not the kind of like, while I'm looking for my wife, I'm out here doing other things. No, because if a man is also trusting that, hey, God, I trust you with this process. I'm submitting to this process. Then it's easier for him to also assume his role in a marriage, yeah. because even for men, the role of a man is to, to like literally love your wife as Christ loved the church. What mm-hmm. is that? Death. It is to sacrifice to all of who you are to ensure that your home is solid. Wow. You know, it, it is not an easy thing. But what gives the man the ability to not just say, well, this is my personality. Mm-hmm. This is just who I am. But to say, you know what? The door of marriage is literally the door of death. How do you have that trust and faith if you've not exercised that with the Lord? Uh, your spouse cannot do that for, for sure. you. That has to come from submission first to God. And so that's what I love about this conversation about defining moments, because the key defining moment of everyone's life, whether that is with their salvation or the or a moment where they really like surrender to God, yeah. if you cultivate that yeah. and you nurture that, then you realize how it actually plays a role in every single thing that you do. Yeah.
0: It's so funny. It's like, I feel like it's like the theme of my life. It's like, we are going to push relationship with Jesus because out of that relationship flows everything. Every
1: single thing. Everything
0: else. And so I would love it if you could just pray for those that are listening, like pray into that, like being able to, embrace the fullness of what relationship with God is, that everything else flows out of it. And the true defining moment of life is saying yes to Jesus.
1: That's right. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are just so grateful, Lord God, for this moment. As we are talking about defining moments, Lord God, the true defining moment started with your sacrifice on the cross and our awareness and awakening to what that sacrifice meant into our lives. And when we came into a partnership to say, Lord, I don't want to just live for myself. I want to live for you. And so I pray, Heavenly Father, that we would recognize that relationship with you is not transactional. It is not just so that we can get things from you, but that so we can learn how to steward also what you give us, that in submission, in trust, in walking this life with you, that we also recognize how to cultivate that in the things that you have called us to cultivate. And so Heavenly Father, we are just so grateful. And I just thank you for every listener, Lord God, that you would empower them. Lord, I thank you for the grace that will come upon their lives, Lord God, to be good stewards of everything that you've placed in their hands. And I just pray for a peace, oh God. Your peace surpasses all understanding. It surpasses their their time frames and all of that. I pray for a peace that will settle in their minds and their hearts, oh God, to recognize that you are faithful. And what you have assigned to their lives will be. There's no need to settle because, Lord, what you have for them is what is a blessing that comes without sorrow. And so, Lord God, we thank you for what you're doing. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Hey, guys, be sure to connect with Stephanie and go ahead, click the subscribe button. You see it right there. You don't want to miss anything here at Life in Perspective.